Do you like Chris Farley? Yeah, yeah. We kind of we talked about. Him. Oh yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. But you don't really like him, right? I like him enough. Okay. Like I think he's funny, but I don't think he's like. I'm him. still in the Chris Farley kick. I know. I know. It's your it's your humor. It's completely my humor. Just a man intensely. I feel like I'm getting in recording yeah. mode. I hate this. I know. I feel like that's <laughs> I know. It's so awkward. it's so bad. We got to snap out. Oh boy, that'd be fine. <laughs> Just don't worry. Just it's no one's listening. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Okay, but he has this bit, the Pepper Boy sketch. Have you seen this? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I remember. It's Adam Sandler. And I'm laughing, Dana thinking about you liking this. Yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler, and David Covey going around and saying, oh, "Would you guys. like more pepper?" Oh yeah, it's like kind of familiar, but pep- I hate. I'm the Pepper Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. like doing his thing. But Chris Farley, he just flew in from somewhere. <laughs> And he's like high on LA like or coke or something. Well, probably at this point, yeah, because it was late in his career. And uh, and Lauren's Michaels just said, "Okay, you're just like a fill-in person on the sketch. Like you're just an, a one-line character. You have one line in the sketch." And so he's like, "Okay, like, but he wanted to be like the main character in the sketch." And so almost to prove a point, he's like, "I'm gonna get a laugh. Like I'm, I'm going to get the biggest laugh in the sketch, even though I only have one line." <laughs> so, okay, this is good. <laughs> And so he told Adam Sandler right before the sketch, he's like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get you cracked. I'm going to get you like right before it was live. And Adam Sandler's like, frick. And so he's going around to, to different tables saying like, would you like some pepper? Like doing his dumb yeah, Adam voice. Sandler he's voice. not that funny. Yes. Yeah. And so he comes to Chris Farley and Chris Farley changed his costume right before. And he has this like huge beard and he's like dressed like a yodeler. <laughs> so stupid. Have you seen the. The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the classic, because that the one guy has, like, a big beard. Yes. Have yep. you seen, like, the Lumberjack? Yeah, his Lumberjack. voice? Yeah, like, vaguely. I can't remember it exactly, but... It, he does his voice exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> so all he, had, all Chris Farley had to say was, Thanks, Pepper Boy, that's the perfect amount of pepper. <laughs> and so Adam Sandler comes, puts the pepper on Farley's plate, and then the way Farley delivers the line is insane. <laughs> like, it kills me. I've watched, like, a thousand times. <laughs> He's like, well, thank you, Pepper Boy. That's the perfect amount of pepper. <laughs> it's the best. I do remember this. Guys, it's the best delivery. <laughs> and Adam Sandler and Dana Carvey just lose it, like, totally break. Oh. That was the moment I was like, Chris Farley's a genius. <laughs> it is good. Oh, man. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I love loud comedy. It's good. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. This podcast is called Closet Conversations. Okay, that was good. I last time said closetconversations at gmail.com because you <laughs> distracted me. No, at the end, like, oh. I didn't say the right email because it's called Closet oh. Conversations. The email is Closet Conversations podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, no, I didn't matter to you. It's because you were doing robot noises. Um, oh, funny though. Sorry, we're not recording very well. We're not doing a good job of recording. Yeah, you can take me, you can blame me for that. It, but I don't know if you are to blame. I think, I think it's I just, am. no, but you know, it's just, it's. Uh, the relationship is just, it's not going well, <laughs> as we knew. Like Our relationship's going great. It's, I mean, it's, you know, we, 
it, we're in a rocky space we're right now, but so space. like the recording thing just isn't doing as well as it could, you know, but yeah, we're two, we're two friends. We got a competitive advantage. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Boy. Well, how would you describe this podcast? I would describe this podcast. Like if you had a line, like a tagline or maybe not a tagline, but like, just like, what would you kind of say? Like, what is this podcast? What do you more say? and more? <laughs> yeah. I think we have lived into our title. Okay. Of closet conversations. Okay. Cause we're closeted is what you're saying. Here's what I'm saying. Because if two people mm. were having a private conversation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the closet, just in general. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of how we're, we're trying to make our podcast seem. Like, we want a podcast to be a conversation, mm-hmm. a casual conversation. Yes, yeah. But we want it to have the, the feeling of it not being formulated like we want it to be organic yeah yeah you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and so yeah, yeah. you don't get an organic conversation with microphones unfortunately but we do the best that we can yeah, to make it yes organic. yes very good that's <laughs> me just <laughs> no that's me doing richard Roy. i've been doing them a lot recently okay but <laughs> yes, also yes wonderful closeted in the fact that i think that what we're what we talk about isn't always talked about stuff that people keep in the closet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yes. No, but I do like that. I actually genuinely like that. I use that when I'm actually, but I think the best definition is you, was one that used in the first episode of like, imagine there's two people at a party, two people having a conversation, conversation with yeah. something and you just walk in and yeah. you're there. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's fair. Yeah. Cause it's got the lack but not of just any information. Two people at a party who are sitting with each other for an hour. They're going at it. about like, thing. this is, yeah. Like we're going to talk about the same. Cause that yeah. happens. Oh yeah. Really. It happens lots of the time. That's the best kind of conversations. I think that happen or when you're in a scenario, especially yeah. the being in the scenario where it's not going to happen. Yes. And then suddenly you have like a great conversation yeah. with someone. Yeah, no, it's good. And then you go home to your wife and you're like, I just had the best conversation. And I mean, you're doing that. You say that, you know, <laughs> we know. So today, today, today we're talking about parables. Parables. And I got to say, just before we get into it, because mm-hmm. we have to have 500 stops before we can actually get to the <laughs> yeah. thing. We have to be at least at 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes, you know, maybe an hour um, of stuff that's not, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what I have to say beforehand mm-hmm. is that, <laughs> this is serious, I'm just laughing. Um, <laughs> just love everyone. Yeah. Is that looking at parables again, I was just like. Mm. Yowzers, man! Parables are so good. They get to say the least. Like, don't, they're no. <laughs> this is I'm God. being casual. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just you just said it's okay. To- <laughs> yes, they're like I was they're just good. like whew, like these are some like they're like I'm like falling in love with the Bible like, again. Like seeing okay, so parables. that was a serious email. Yeah, yeah, no, like I mean, it was a joke and serious, right? Yeah, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like everything I do, I like, felt, I felt that in the in the way you said, it. yeah, yeah, but uh, they're just good, you know, like parables. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, this was actually just a trick to get you to read your Bible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, everything is a trick like that, and then you go home and you spend time with your real friends and you make fun. Oh of me. my gosh, <laughs> it's not true at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so parables. So maybe we start there. Why why does this reignite some passion in you? Like what what do you like about parables? I mean, I love that they're we're talking about Jesus's parables. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about other parables. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, the reason I like parables is because unlike what is lots of the time done with the Bible nowadays, right, in our modern era, is that it's kind of tried to be like cleaned up to like here's exactly what everything means. But right. with parables you can't do that to the same degree. So that's I think what makes them they're the last 
what's the like the last stronghold of like where you can still have complicated discussions in regard to Christianity yeah. without people getting like spooked basically right you can there's a, there's a lot of room for discussion yeah because there's you know lots of different what interpretation and yeah because because you don't they're not clear like you know and I think the that's what makes things, sense. I mean Jesus doesn't unpack them doesn't unpack them which he's is like he's even like in the Bible it's like it talks about how he's like trying not to unpack them he's like oh I guess I'll have to like yeah yeah he's being share tricky. the meaning with he's being tricky yeah yeah he's a tricky guy he's a tricky guy and so I think I think this is I don't get me started why I don't get me started this is why I think I love <laughs> yes I love parables you partly. love that there's no like like they mean there's lots, no, and there is slapping the truth across your face. Slapping the truth across your face, and I don't think most of the Bible is, but uh, more so, there's been that that's been done to the Bible, where it's right. been like that's how people use the Bible. Yeah. Whereas with parables, that's harder to, yeah. because they're just so strange. Basically, yeah. I mean, like there's stuff that's relatively understandable, I guess, or not like blatant, but does seem to have a point. But to the same degree, you can also kind of just you can someone can come in and reinterpret. A parable, and you're like, oh my gosh, like I, yes. it could totally be that way. Like yes. it works. Like yeah. you know, it's still consistent. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I mean, that's probably a big part. I love them. Yeah. What about you? What's what's your love? Well, that's for the main. Re- that- I think that's the main reason too. Is like I think that the truth in which you can discover through parables is ongoing. It's yeah, not just it's like, very good. <laughs> it's not just like here's the way it is. Mm. There's no arguing with it. It's like as you grow older, if you're st- like still like pouring over the Bible and like trying to figure things out and like. Reading parables. <laughs> what is, is this like? Is this a dig on someone? I can't tell what's going on. You're talking about your dad myself. Or oh, <laughs> I'm saying you have to read. You have to read the parables in order to understand them more fully. But I think that <laughs> something happens where you they click into place. You know what I mean? When I heard the parable of the Good Samaritan when I was a kid, yeah, I was like, okay, I knew I it too. I was like, oh boy, here we go. Good Samaritan time. Like, oh, give gosh. Josh like two seconds to talk know. about parables. <laughs> What's your number one? Is it the Good Samaritan? Is that your number one parable, you idiot? Of course, it's my number one. I like said, we're sharing our top five. I was like parables eating supper with my parents, and I was like, and I was like, Josh is gonna just be like, I was gonna answer, oh, that's so, oh, here, here's your award, here's your number one person in the world award, you simpleton. Getting angry. <laughs> no. Okay, here's the thing. The Good Samaritan is an incredible, incredible timeless parable. I don't think it is. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm just, you know. Here's the thing about I'm just not trying to win everyone's heart. Like, Bible. sometimes I have opinions where I'm not trying to just, like, uh, you know, appease everyone. Like, you I'm know, not. And be the most, like, likable, lovable person. That's not my goal in life. Sometimes I, you know, I have controversial opinions. Right. <laughs> just because, you know, I believe something. Can I explain something? <laughs> <laughs> I. Here's here's how it works. We don't have to get into that. We can wait to get into the you loving it later. You can make your original point. I didn't mean to catch you off. I did. I did mean to. I'm just gonna say a quick thing. Okay. Yeah. The thing with I I went through a phase where I wanted to like things because they were different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want like I I didn't even like. I'm trying to give an example of a movie. That's not why I want to be in the Phantom Thread marriage, by the way. It's not because I just like different marriages. No, I know. I know that's why you, yeah. that's why you want to be. You just love it. It's just good, yeah. But I, there's certain movies where I was like, I chose to like it so that it could be seen different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Putting myself in that camp. Yeah. Rather than just liking the things that I like. Yes, yeah. And it took me a while to get to the point where I just like the things that I like. But mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm there more. Mm-hmm. And so even with like Bible texts and like Bible verses and stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to like John 3.16 because everyone talks about it. John 3.16 is sweet though, man. Oh, it's incredible. And John 3.17. Yeah, and John 3.17. Don't forget. Yeah. 
But Sorry. even like so with Psalm 23, there mm-hmm. was a while I was like, uh, it's so overused, it's so overquoted. Yes, yes. But then I yeah. rediscovered it in a new way and yeah. I fell in love with that psalm. It's one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. This is, I like this. Like this. And so I think like there's a reason those texts are famous. Mm-hmm. There's a reason mm-hmm. the Good Samaritan is famous text. Yes, yes, yes. There's no, a reason no, Interstellar absolutely. is a popular movie. I mean, I don't know if that's even a true <laughs> thing. I don't know if that's statistically accurate. <laughs> that was a bad comparison. <laughs> so I. I'm hesitant with things like that because I'm like, I don't want to be like the common guy, but it's so good. It's just good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, that wasn't my point. My point wasn't you being the common guy. It was you being, you know, the, just like attempting to have everyone love you guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like just, that is true. Yeah. You're just like, maybe I like the one where the guy's like nice. And (laughs) I like the nice guy parable. (laughs) We'll get into that later. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So the, re- the no, re- like I just wanted to. Yeah, the, that's yeah, good. That's good. You're good. <laughs> We're gonna cut that. <laughs> no, it's good. I uh, I appreciate. It. Yeah, it's yeah. a fair point. No, I'm. But, but it's course. not. I'm not serious. <laughs> I mean, I am. I was because I knew it. I was just like, was oh my funny. gosh, that's good. I love that you knew. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, the reason I like parables is because. Okay, my number five is <laughs> the truth. The truths of it click into place as you grow older. And so with the Good Samaritan or with another parable like the Prodigal Son, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. another uh, t- top 40 parable. Yeah, top 40. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't really discover what they meant until I was older. And I, the more I read them, the more I think about them, the more I think of all the layers yes. and all the dimensions yes. of it. Yeah. The yeah. more truth that I gain, gain yeah. from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. No, this is all, this is all, there's so much, like in the case of the prodigal son, the classic thing, I can't remember where this is from. My brother always talks about it, and other brothers you know. Right. Where it's like, in the prodigal son, it talks about the famine thing, and then they have, like, I can't remember who was some group having different people read it, and mm. talk about what happens in it, and with all people who were, like, immigrants from, or just from countries where there'd been famine, right. they always mentioned that as, like, a super significant part of the Interesting. story. Whereas, like, you know, like, most North Americans it. don't sort of thing. But this is, like, always put in there by those kind of people. When they mm. retell it, they say, there's famine, just, like, because that's clearly important, like, of why the, or whatever, hmm. you know, so. That's interesting. And so you get things, but like, and some of those things you learn from other things, but yeah, there's stuff that you just get in general by yeah, reading yep. it. Like you, you get so much more as oh, yeah. Yeah, the complexity. The other thing about that parable is Tim Keller was the first person I okay. heard. Okay. <laughs> then I heard talking about the other son in the parable. When this is, when I'm editing this, I'm going to cut, you're going to say Tim Keller and it's just going to cut to me being like, okay, number five is <laughs> <laughs> like 20 minutes. <laughs> like it's just going to be no. No one talks about the other son in the parable of the prodigal son. Yes, totally. You know I mean? That's the thing, too. Yeah. Tim Keller focused on that. <laughs> yeah. I, my mind was blown. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There's another yeah. character to this story. Yeah. Rob Bell talks about it, too. Yeah. 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 Well, Tim, Tim Keller is, you know, very smart. He's a smart guy. He's, you know. Yeah. And so I rediscovered that parable yeah. because of Tim Keller. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like this. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I shouldn't hate him when he comes up. I actually like him. People would think I, I do like him. He's got a great voice. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a good voice for sure. He's got a really good voice. He's got a good head yeah. shape. Um, you picture his head shape when you think about him. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think the the other reason I like this parable, and this is like something that I wanted to talk about, but... Are you still talking about the prospects then? No. Oh, okay. It's parables in general. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. The reason I like parables, and you know, at the same time, I don't like parables. Okay, the... <laughs> Whoa, like, <laughs> listen to this podcast. It's got like, ups and downs. <laughs> There's so much. 
I think as human beings, we don't like ambiguity. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and so there's a part of me that hates it. I'm like, Jesus, just tell us what it means. Yeah, yeah. But God doesn't spoon feed us truth in that way, I don't think. I don't think that's the purpose of the Bible. Yes, yes, yeah. And so part of me hates them for that reason because I want it to be clean cut. I want it to be like, this is the way it is. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But part of me loves it because. Jesus doesn't leave us like he just doesn't let us get off that easy. Yeah. You got to sit in the ambiguity. You got to sit in the ambiguity. Yeah. yeah. And I I love being forced to do that. Yeah. And being forced to like figure it out on my own, I guess. Yeah. So it was a weird mix. Yeah. But in, um, indigenous tradition. Yes. Yeah. There's this thing called (laughs) the ethics of non-interference. Okay. And it's one of my favorite things in basically when an elder tells a story, Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to unpack the meaning. Yeah. You just tell the story and that's it. So yeah. if someone comes to an elder to ask for like wisdom in regards to something, they'll often just tell a story mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it. And you have to leave. Yeah. 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 There's like a movie called the Grizzlies where that happens. Like it's like a lacrosse. Yeah. You watched it. Movie. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I just know about it. Oh, okay. Nice. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was wondering. I was interested. It's really sad. Okay. Crushingly sad, but amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, he goes to an elder to ask for advice wisdom, or whatever yeah, advice okay. and he tells him a story and then he's a white guy and he's like leaves like what the frick was that like i have yeah. no idea yeah 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 what yeah. that means and then the uh the kid who he's with like the lacrosse player is just kind of smiling like oh, okay he, yeah he knows what the whole thing is like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. taken him years to figure out the kind of the truth of it yeah i like that but i don't know there's something so beautiful about responding in that way and like the ethics of non-interference teaches people to not shove truth down each other's throats, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. to let them unpack it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And something so beautiful about that. Yeah. And I think would be so significant to reinvest in that as Christianity today. I mean, it's 100%. maybe like Christianity forever, but I just mean it's completely as relevant today as it was at any other time of where there was a heavy emphasis on like what is truth and and here is what it is sort of thing as opposed mm-hmm. to just as getting back into just leaving things asking questions as opposed to giving answers sort of yeah. thing yeah totally yeah no I, I i love it yeah and jesus totally practices the ethics of non-interference hardcore yeah it's insane it's crazy yeah like he just tells a story then walks away yeah yeah like at least that's what you get from reading the text like it feels like that right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that yeah so would you say that parables in that way are more powerful than like I say, like a sermon by Jesus? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's hard to compare those things, but like, or do you, would you say you gain more from them? It's like, yeah, well, I mean, it might be even the kind of appreciating of other like Eastern wisdom or like other, other, you know, mm-hmm. religions or something. Not, not to sound like some, you know, classic person talking like the style thing, but I mean like the benefit of parables is that kind of Eastern side of that and all that stuff you were just saying. And so, I mean, I love some of those sermons, but there is something kind of, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I, I like ambiguity. It's, 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 it, yeah. I actually find it easier to cope and then right answers because like, you don't have to, f- you don't have to run into the problems of like inconsistencies and stuff. Like, yeah. like yeah. when you have like a sermon, it might, be contradictory to something somewhere else, either in the Bible or just like in general, where you're like, wait a second, but how does that work with this? But with parables, they're m- more generally applicable maybe or something. So I think that's, yeah. So I probably don't, I don't know if I like them more, but I do find them more useful. Hmm. I feel like everything I just said sounded dumb, but no, that, no, that's, that's kind of what I think. Like uh, maybe, yeah, but uh, I haven't thought about this enough. It's yeah, a yeah. problem. So I guess the question is then, yeah. Cause I always thought, I always think about this and it's like one of the big questions, but like why, like, and I don't know the answer to this one. Yeah. 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 But why doesn't God just spoon feed us the truth? 
Like, yeah, yeah. Why? Because Jesus is the perfect manifestation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if we want to know who God is, we look to Jesus. I suppose it's just because it's too complicated, probably. Like, because God is just an alien. <clears throat> and I mean, I know people sometimes don't like so that term, but it's sort of just like the truth is an impossible thing to actually comprehend. Right. We'd explode if it was spoon fed to us sort of thing. Like, it's like it, it couldn't even be spoon fed. Right. It's like such a giant spoon so that it would crush us, yeah. you know, like. So point. it might be just something as simple as that is like we're only able to understand such a level of truth or something. So it's like, it's not that we don't have the truth in Jesus or truth in lots of these things, but they just probably don't actually begin to fully represent what the truth actually is. Right. Because that's so beyond our like capacity as human beings. Maybe, maybe that would be my get. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not very fun or like sexy or mysterious, but it's like, it's probably just what it would be. I would think. Yeah. I mean, if God's as massive or complex as, what I think he would need to be. Right. Then I can imagine that yeah. any truths would just be like, and thinking about all these paradoxical things right. or what sometimes look like contradictions and stuff. Hmm. If these things actually are the truth, then of course we have no way to understand them because right. we look at them as contradictions right. or paradoxes. Cause we just don't see, but if that thing. can be true, like if a paradox can be tr- the truth or something that, yeah. that doesn't make any sense, you know, like in our, in our, in our brains, exactly. Reality, yeah. yeah. So it's back to that stuff. Yeah, maybe. Totally. Maybe. I don't know. This yeah, would be my kind sense. of thing. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's almost like the shack, like when he yeah. has to be the judge and s- decide whether his daughter is going to go to heaven or hell. Yeah, exactly. Like when when he's kind of going through all the yeah things. He comes to the realization that being God is almost the burden. And yeah. Like yeah. bearing the weight of truth and the weight of judgment and the weight of like the world. Mm-hmm. Is like we can't even come yeah. close to touching that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. We yeah we would because we're such explode. we're such just small things. We're just so limited. Yeah, yeah. we're just ants. Yeah, not even ants. Not like, even ants. We're like cells. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. That, I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. It it makes sense like why God doesn't spoon but it spoon feed us truth but it is no I mean it sucks it sucks like I I wish I was a robot like I I hate free will (laughs) I hate existence like I just wish God created me made me a robot and then I I don't know I didn't have consciousness like that that's a dream existence yeah Yeah, but it's not because I wouldn't know so I'd be happy yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. It's not a like, truth. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're so that. sad every time you I. Said I don't know. I don't know who the uh, yeah the originator of that is, but every time I tell you something nasty, your face drops so much. Yeah. Because you were so happy before I. So happy, and then you. And then I, I, to I, I, to the perversions of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, here's another question about interpreting parables. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm just harping all these questions. Oh, no, I, no, I'm just laughing because, like, I, I feel bad. I feel like these answers are garbage. No, I, I, I totally understood the answer. Yeah. yeah. That was a great answer. Yeah, thanks. The, um, <laughs> Thank you, father, Steve Harvey. Teacher. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's put that answer on the board. <laughs> that was a d- bad Steve Harvey. Sure. I'm just thinking I was gonna do. you like <laughs> and that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. His, I, well, the stand-up I showed you that. It was, was a good. little funny, but it was not that funny. It was, like, a little bit funny. White people have wonderful weekends. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's a good bit. <laughs> that, he just, wonderful he just gets into it so much that I'm like, I stop. I like it initially, but he, he kind of mm-hmm. drones on a little bit. The difference in a white person hang gliding and a black it's person hang It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I like it. This is great. <laughs> um, What's your question? My question is, do people interpret parables poorly sometimes? Well, it's more like I don't, I don't know if people necessarily interpret them poorly, but like I don't know that... I can imagine that some of the interpretations that we are have gotten used to 
aren't necessarily correct. Right. I mean, this maybe comes back to the, well, like, for example, like with Zizek, it's the parable of the talents. Right. And he's talking about how maybe the master is actually bad because we're not mm. told that he isn't in that scenario or it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, whatever. Like beyond getting into that, it's but maybe the, the idea. Supposed to be God? I, I don't know. I see. Like, or it's maybe like maybe he could not be. Is the idea? Like, mm, I see. Like, because the ma- is the master the one that forgives all the talents, or is the master? He's coming back and being like, he says like, "Well done, good and faithful servant" to the guy who like you know, and then he's like, like, but. You like so and so, and so to the guy who. <laughs> oh yeah, right. No, but I mean, I don't know if he's gone. But anyways, the point is, mm. regardless of getting into whether or not that's the case, it's that I could imagine that things that are established aren't necessarily the correct thing, right? Like, because if you think about church from like a historical, the church from a historical perspective, like the kind of things they were deciding back then, like you know, seventeen hundred years ago or eighteen hundred right. years ago, right? Well, they, just, they had all these conversations, and then they did come to some conclusions, and I don't think all these conclusions are incorrect. In fact, I think a lot of them are correct, right. but it's like we just settled on that stuff, and I don't necessarily think that's completely wrong, but I don't think there's... Right. That's not, like, lots of stuff that's settled on in, like, the second and third century and stuff is it's not stuff that, like, is in the Bible. Right. Which, I mean, it, I'm not saying it isn't either. I'm, like, double saying things right. and then not, backtracking, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, it, like yeah. I don't know how to like uh, word it without uh, like losing the kind of people who'd be uncomfortable with these kind of thoughts. But just I, I just, we need to ask these it. kind of questions, is what I mean. Yeah, like, ask, and ask the question, and not necessarily just say, "Well, that's the way these guys decided." Yeah, because it, I don't even know if like if they're not like uh, not qualified because they for sure are that. But it's mm-hmm. more like I don't particularly think they, or I don't necessarily think everything those guys decided was, is like blessed by God or something because it was no. a bunch of guys yeah. and it's not even like the early church or like the apostles or anything. Yeah. It's not that necessarily it's all wrong either. Like, it, it, but it's, it's, yeah. we're, but we're so scared to even like either rehash new or rehash some of the old questions or attempt to ask new ones because we feel like we're going to like stray into heresy, but it's right. like, well, we don't kill each other over heresy anymore. Yeah. So it seems like we're at the point where we could have discussions and kind of evaluate whether it's not some potential hypothesis is heresy or not sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like by yeah. and asking these questions. Yeah, I totally agree. Something like this. Yeah, I think because we just don't because religions become kind of, I think, pretty lukewarm, lots of Christianity. And it's due to people being so scared to go anywhere mm-hmm. a little bit. I was yeah. talking to someone recently about something in regards to I mean, this isn't bad against the person. Like, I, I didn't even dis- necessarily disagree with the point, but it was the claim of some uh, some people thinking some things and them not being Christians based on these thoughts. And I'm right. like, maybe, but also maybe not. Like, it's right. sort of like sort of like I could go either way, not because I necessarily agree with what those people think mm-hmm. about said thing. But I don't. I, I just don't know if it's like as simple as that. I think we got to. I think Christianity is bigger than we've made it out to be. Or like, I think we're shrinking and shrinking because we've become kind of stagnant, and so yes. it's just harder to. We're just getting more and more insular and closed off and yeah. shrunk because we're so scared about like daring to be What's heretical by yeah by going anywhere by exploring yeah. it all. But I can't imagine that God doesn't desire the somewhat some exploration because He'd be pretty simple if He didn't. I think you're totally maybe right. you he know? totally desires exploration. Yeah. I mean, Maybe that's all heretical, but I mean, at least I'm attempting something because I don't know if you just sit on things, you're never going to develop in any way. You're never yeah. going to progress or do yeah. anything if you don't totally, maybe to, to I, quote, I don't know to quote William Matthews. Yeah. The path to true faith isn't certainty. It's struggle and doubt and questioning. Yeah. I think like, it's a stuff I totally. And I think that. it can be still held in a very 
faithful way. Like totally. it's it's not like you have to be like. I mean, I love doubt. Don't get me wrong. And you can discover tr- like it can be true, and you can discover truth, and like yeah, it can be not relative. Like it can be for all people. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, but there has to be. You can't just blindly accept it all. Mm-hmm, like you have mm-hmm. to. You have to do the like the hard work and, and the, due, and the due go, diligence to and go you, out of that uncomfortable uh, into comfortable the, yeah, exactly. into the un- discomfort. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. Yeah, um, I, I think, totally agree. You know, I think the Bible. Is in the Bible is infallible, but our interpretation of the Bible is fallible. Yeah, exactly. And so, because of that, like because we're so, so with so many of these parables, they're just so um, historic in our religion. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of what we take from, like, the lessons we take from the parables are more rooted in tradition of the church mm-hmm. rather than and their interpretations. Rather than the text itself. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? actually exploring it through, yeah. like, and what do we get from yeah. it and these things. And I think they're, I think that's relevant. I think personal revelation is a, you know, is relevant, is relevant you know. And I think the, also the problem is. And collective re- revelation. Collective revelation, too. Did that's I say relevation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did. <laughs> corrective relevation. <laughs>
yeah. one of the problems is that the tradition that we hang on to so tightly in our interpretations of these parables <laughs> yeah. is that tradition is mostly privileged white men. Okay. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> interpreting the text, like that's where we got our, that's where we got our interpretations from. <laughs> He's leaving. <laughs> but I think like you were saying before earlier about immigrants talking about yeah, famine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't actually even disagree with you. I, I think we to. have to, we have to be reading commentaries from Africa, from Asia, yeah. from women, like, from women. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like th- that's how we're going to have an understanding of yeah. these parables and yeah. the yeah. Bible. The women aren't allowed to teach. So now I'm really so confused. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you don't have to change your mind. I believe you thought it was lazy. I'm not mad. <laughs> I thought it was lazy, but I thought it was funny. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, but you know what I mean? I think we, I think it needs to be, it needs to be collective. Yeah, it can be personal too, but I think it needs to be collective, but truly collective. You know? Yeah, discussion. People actually Not talking just through this the stuff. same group of like yeah, the, the gospel yeah, yeah. coalition. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, I mean? no. It needs to be very multifaceted. Lots of yes. people. Yeah, because the way an American person reads the Bible is very different than someone in China reading the Bible. Yeah, the way American person reads the Bible is actually very different from the way most Canadians even read the Bible. Right. That's yeah. you know how weird. Partly how weird they do it, but also just how different everyone does it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, we're not all in the same boat. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's really, I think you're absolutely right in saying that, like, mm. we need to be willing to go into the uncomfortable places mm-hmm. where there's more questioning. Yeah. And there's maybe more messiness. Like, it's messy. Totally. On the outside. And I think parables are an aggressive, like, are totally pushing towards that. Like, I think to they're the messiness. totally support exploring totally. messiness yeah. because of just the way they're presented. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A couple more questions that we can do. Our time <laughs> okay. Do you have any parables that aren't in the Bible that you like? Uh, or stories that stories that you've heard that you almost think of as a parable. Think of like a parable, yeah. Well, like one one that's kind a of a lessons. great classic parable. It's a real story, okay. But it's like parable like. Yeah, I actually have it here. Setting up use for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Do you want me to share my favorite <laughs> parable first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so one parable. I feel like a parable is just like a story that can have a lesson. Yeah. And I think there's something more significant with Jesus' parables. I do believe that. Then, you know, because it's Jesus. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I have no problem with this. Sorry. I was distracted. <laughs> but uh, I think when I read, I try to read a Christmas carol every Christmas. Oh, that's cool. And a Christmas carol to me reads like so much. Oh, yeah. Parable. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. It is unbelievable. I love Love, love, love a Christmas Carol. Yeah, so yeah. good. Just yeah. the way, like you know, he meets the three ghosts. Yeah, like meets Jacob Marley as a ghost, and like him, like the the bookend of him at there, him after, and like mm-hmm. coming to terms with his own depravity. And oh like, yeah, totally. Yeah, and reaching a point of forgiveness is just like it's almost like Lazarus and the like and the the poor man and Lazarus. Yes, you is that I mean? the one? Yeah, I don't remember. Um. I only know the like two parables. Sorry. The rich man and <laughs> yes, Lazarus. Yes, Lazarus yes. is the, the yes, poor man. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it feels very much like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. the, I could see that. I like that. Yeah, the it's wonderful. from A Christmas Carol is so gospel-centered, too. Like yes. Oh, yeah, so, hardcore. Yeah. The Charles Dickens. Oh, he's, oh, doing, man, he's, he's doing a lot of good stuff, man. In that book. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't find the thing. But my story is, <laughs> it's just, it's, just it's, it's a story of, what's his name? The guy who made basketball. James Naismith. Yeah. James A. Smith. I just don't want to get him mixed up with anyways, doesn't matter. He had two brothers. I think they were both bachelors. Okay. Naismith brothers. And I can't remember how it goes, but it's they were close brethren. They lived in Alberta, I'm pretty sure. That's right. And then they 
it's it's something about he has because they like kept their letters like they'd write a copy of the letter they wrote and then get the received one so then they have the one they wrote and the one so there's these letters that people found at a house and it anyways it tells a story about him having correspondence with someone in like Saskatchewan I think and it's like they're close brethren and I can't remember which way it goes but either way two close brethren guys writing to each other and then the one close brethren guy met this open brethren guy and like in the street and he's like I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind style thing told him all this stuff and then the open brethren guy said to the close brethren guy he said well I hope that like doesn't affect the love between us brother or something hmm. and then he wrote back to it wrote to this other guy this way said to me and he's like yeah like it's interesting like he was kind of being you know like it was a little bit curious about that guy saying that to him hmm. and then the other close brethren guy says like uh, we can't have like contact any longer sort of thing because you're being like infected by this oh my gosh oh, but but just that's a really bad quick version of the no, story no, but it's it. this really nice beautiful story and it's about the kind of just like hmm. like that the the meeting the guy and him saying like yeah yeah him saying all his stuff and then him saying, well, like, I hope this doesn't, you know, I hope we can still like, you so, know, love each other, yeah. even though you hate me basically style yeah. or, you know, think I'm evil. Like, oh, it's so good. And it's the fun, like paradoxical thing of that. Like, I hope yeah, that yeah. doesn't affect the love between us. Well, like, like two brothers, close yeah. brothers. Like, yeah. You know, like it feels it's, it's, like what, the whole thing's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that's sick. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, I, it's hard. You can't find anywhere, but I've okay. got it. I've That's got sick. the letter from the museum recently. My dad. Oh, crazy. Got it. That's sick. From what museum? Uh, somewhere down in somewhere. I don't know. Okay, yeah, because it's like it wouldn't be in the basket. Well, it was. Who was this? It was. Uh, was it like a the someone bought? It's someone in Westlock who bought this house of theirs, and it was all this old correspondence and okay. things of them, yeah. and then they gave it to a museum. Okay, nice. That's sick. I love those little like stories where you're like, wow, like you don't have to. It was a it was a bad. No, no, but like, there's so much truth in that story, you know. Yes, like, exactly. Loving your enemies and like this stuff. It's all yeah. this kind of stuff, you know. Sick. You know, re- Christians loving each other despite yeah. their disagreements yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Doesn't happen too much, but um, <laughs> it does happen. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna share our top five <laughs> parables from the Bible. Yeah. And as soon as this is our worst now, podcast now, ever. Yeah, it's true. And I also, I'm just like, I'm episode. falling apart. Like, yeah. I'm just like, we need to stop doing podcasts. Why this is our are last we episode. sharing our top five parables? This feels I don't very know. Weird. You're the one who asked I know, to do but it. Now I know, but I'm into it. it. I loved okay. it. I love okay, thinking sick. about them. This is what made me get into them. I was like, oh man, parables are sick. I forgot how good yeah, they yeah, are. Totally, totally. You did more work than me on this episode. No, I looked for about <laughs> 10 minutes. Okay, my number five. I like read them all. Do you want me to share first? Yeah, sure. My number five is The Rich Man and Lazarus. I don't know if I'm into that, but that's fine. I think it's, I think it's, I think about it a lot because of the ending is very ambiguous. Yeah. Okay. And it it doesn't, it's not saying the message of the parable isn't watch out for hell. Like that's, it's, it's more like care for the poor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is more the point. And I yeah. love this, the harshness of the warning of that. It feels very Christmas Carol-like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love I love you comparing that. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's a wonderful comparison. Um, so, the rich man and Lazarus, yeah. care for the poor. Okay. my number five. Yeah. Don't know where it's found in the Bible. I guess I, I don't, I don't, I numbered them really quick. I have my number five, apparently, is like the unforgiving servant. Okay, with the talents and the... Or no, the... Um, oh, the, 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 the money he gets forgiven and then he doesn't forgive... The debt, the debt forgiving thing, oh, the line of like, you know, he gets his debt forgiven, but then doesn't forgive another guy's right. debt and yes. stuff. Yes. It's just fun. You know, it's fun. It's a <laughs> it's fun, fun one. It's lighthearted. It's lighthearted. It's like, it's goofy. It's silly. It's, it's silly. like, it's like, a, yeah, people are kidding like, around. People are making like jokes. A clown riding a tricycle. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like going to the circus. I really want to have a good time. <laughs> it's not like any of those things. Actually. <laughs> it's the grace of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just the, like, you know, you 
getting a debt forgiven and then not forgiving someone you else. Like it's that. like that's you, I love that. Like I because it feels real. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it feels like the kind of thing people do. Like totally. They'll be like, it's "Hey very, man, what the heck?" Like after yeah. just someone being nice, and it's like, "Hey man, like what?" It's like true sort of thing. Just like it's these kind of vibes, yeah. you know. Just like very like yeah. yeah. And I empathize with the guy, you know, not like right. the guy getting his debt forgiven and then being yeah. like a to someone yeah. else. Like I'm. I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah. I do that. That's I respect sick. it. That's what, That was my number six. That was my honorable mention. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. I, I like that. I'm glad. Um, You're number four. My number four is The Parable of the Prodigal Son. Okay, that's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's not. The uh, There's so many amazing things about this parable. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, sort of like, it's sort of like saying like your number four, it's like saying like my least favorite song is like Beethoven's like Sonata number one or something. It's just like, it's like saying like I hate box box prelude. Like it's just like, (laughs) okay, like I guess. No, but like this could be higher on my list. Yeah. But. I didn't want it to be too, like, typical. <laughs> well, no, but you are typical. Like, I knew you're number one, so. Yeah, you did. You may as well just been, like, don't you know. Don't worry, I love the parable of the prodigal son. It's well, I don't list. know. Maybe I just, I thought you liked forgiveness and grace, but I just, maybe I'm wrong. I, you know. Oh, but you know no. what? You, you know what it is, though? Ugh, I realize this now. It's what? because the, those of us who actually like, think we're sinners and stuff sometimes have those kind of forgiveness ones higher. And so it's hard. I forgot. I just don't get it. I, you know, I think I'm a bad person, and so I don't, I don't know what that's like to think I'm amazing. The way Tim Keller unpacks this parable, talking about both sons, Timmy K. Of the story, Timmy yeah. K, of how the father says to the son who was there all along, like everything I have is yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh yeah, that's great. That's I who love. We that. are in the parable. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like, oh, like we forget so often how yeah. close God is. To yeah, our, 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 yeah, how much He's cared for. Me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're the prodigal son. Yeah. Sometimes we're the son that's in the yep. house doing, shoveling the manure. Yeah. Doing the hard work. Yeah. But the gift of the father is still the same. Yeah. We yeah, just yeah. forget it. Because yeah. We're so, you know, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no, genius. it's great. It's yeah. Genius. No, I love it. If you have time, go watch Tim Keller's 16-minute <laughs> sermon, The Prodigal God. I'm going to put so much noise over that. Like, I'm going to put clown music. <laughs> <laughs> Someone wrote that. Someone wrote. Someone that. wrote that song. <laughs> Number four. Um, I'm just. Anyways, <laughs> still thinking about Tim Keller. <laughs> I like Tim Keller. Okay, yeah, I just don't want to. I just don't want to hear him. You I just want to hear dead. about him. Twenty four <laughs> seven. Like, <I> just, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm just like I believe in Jesus, not Tim Keller. Like he's just not my god. Like every not other white man in America. Like you know. Okay. You gotta admit he is a good communicator though. Holy yeah, God. but like I don't know. My dad's the greatest public speaker of all time. So like I it's you know, it's point. IBD. Like it's yeah. been done, you know. Yeah, your dad's amazing. <laughs> Uh, he'd be so mad if he My said that. My dad's the greatest public speak of all time. <laughs> well, and he, he'll be mad at he'll me even you. saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that because someone said that to him one time. Oh, really? <laughs> and so I always say it to oh, make yeah, fun of him. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> guy at the funeral. Like, it's a guy at a funeral. Like, he was at a funeral, and all he, he says, and all I could think to myself is, <laughs> I'm listening to the greatest public speaker in the world. <laughs> and I was like, who on earth is this That's insane so lunatic? He wasn't invited to the funeral. <laughs> he just walked. He just showed up. He's yeah. like, I'm just here for the TED talk. Yeah, exactly. And so I always bring it up. And, and now I've... Uh, you say that to my dad if you see him. Um, he'll be really I mad. <laughs> I'm going to text him that. <laughs> you are the greatest... I'm going to actually... You're the greatest folks. <laughs> Get me so mad. Uh, he hates it so much. Okay, you're number four. Number four. Talents. Parable of talents. Because I, I do love that idea. Not that this is like... 
what I necessarily believe, but basically whenever I read it, I now think of the master as not necessarily being good in it. Mm. And so because of Zizek. Zizek, which is for sure not a good reason to do that. But I just <laughs> I just I just I just enjoy looking at a parable in like a completely different way. Like it's not even necessarily that I like I believe that, but I like I love it's like even if it's wrong, I love reading the parable wrong, if that makes right. sense. Because yeah. <laughs> I just no, enjoy I, I just enjoy getting to do that with the text. Like it's it, kind it of makes the Jewish it, practice of like putting yourself in the story. You're doing a little bit of a it's bad. <laughs> it's embarrassing. No, but like yeah. I love that practice of like um when I was in Bible college we did the we did that. And I wrote the story of the parable of the lost coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from you told me this. From the perspective of the coin. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's bad, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, but I remember you if telling I me this. If I showed this to you. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, and then you were like. I'm going to read it to you after. The layup is <laughs> step one. I'll read it to you after. It's really embarrassing. Aim for the corner of the backboard. But now. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Now if I did, I think I'd approach it a lot differently. It was way too literalistic last time. Yes, yes. Um, oh man, I, I'm going to read it to you. It's so, <laughs> I'm so excited, but, uh, you can start the episode with, it. but there's something almost heretical about that Jewish practice, but like in an okay way, I think so because you see the story from a different angle, yeah. but you're like, okay, this is kind of like not the Bible anymore. Yeah. 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 But it feels like you do gives it a new breath. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Expands just your, maybe, you know, I don't know, yeah. way of thinking about everything. I have no yeah. idea. Maybe, maybe it's bad. Maybe it's terrible. But, I mean, you know, we're trying to start Christianity. So, I mean, it's obviously different. The parable of the talents. The talents. Yeah. Number three, baby, vineyard. It's a vineyard one. Of all the workers in the vineyard. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Clock. so good. So good. It's, it's, I almost want to make it two. It's so good. It's my number two. Okay. Yeah. Like, cause it's, it's just, it's clean. It's clean bearable. It's so clean. It's, it makes so much sense. I just, I love the way it go, and, and it's such a, and the guy's like, and like, I'm not being unfair. Like, you know, it's yeah. so disappointing for everyone. Yeah. Everyone who sucks. Yes. Or is disappointed by that parable, but it's genius. Yeah. And it totally is the thing of like the criminal. Hanging next to Jesus on the cross. It's these vibes. And Jesus saying, today you'll be with me in paradise. Yeah. That's yeah. like, that is that oh, parable. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Like, yeah. We are all like, it's John Wayne Gacy Jr. Yeah. You know, all the, yeah. It's all yeah. the things. It's, yeah. Yeah. We're all made equal. Hey, come, come and, you know, no matter when you come to the show, like coming late exactly. to the show, you're still let in style still thing. still into the front row. Yeah. Maybe even after death. Your number Let's two. Let's get started <laughs> with that NT, right? Oh, I didn't say my number three yet. Oh, shoot. I just cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Well, my number two is also that one. We don't Okay, number so my number three is the parable of the rich fool. The guy who fills his barns. I was I was tempted. I was tempted. It's a great parable. I was tempted. Fills his barns up with grain. That would have been dies. I love that he just. It's fun. It's It's, hilarious. It's a good joke. It's (laughs) it's a bit. I can't. I don't know. I can't go with you on this. (laughs) It's a biblical humor. There's a weird sense of humor to it. It's like a tragedy. I think it's kind of funny. People laugh when you tell it. You'll be like you'll be reading it, and then everyone kind of chuckles a bit. (laughs) Like and they and if you delivered it the right way, like if you were really hamming it up, and then you said like. Like if you said like if people kind of miss like, and he died like and then everyone would be like yeah and then they'd laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think no more no parables more relevant to North America. Than being this. like I feel like I'm being so sacrilegious. I'm just it's having I'm just having fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to have fun time. I'm just here to have a good time. That's why you don't do biblical. No, it is kind of funny though. You're kind of right. I've always found it funny. Yeah, but it's also tragic. Yeah, but I'm laughing at a funeral, so it's you know it's different. Yeah, you're crazy. No, I'm just saying like you, you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah, no other yeah. parable that's relevant to North America. I feel like this is like they're all relevant, to <laughs> obviously. But this is like one no, where I'm like, no, it's huge because it's the materialism. To, he's talking stuff to the people and the Sherwood Park. Oh yeah, yeah, right hardcore. Now. Yeah, 
filling their their three court door garages with snowmobiles. Well, and, you know, good. Keep going. More examples. Um, Tell me short park stuff. Okay, I don't uh, know this. I'm from uh, another place. Bowflex machines. Oh, okay, is this a thing? Oh, yeah. What else? Uh, what do people eat in short park? Eat? Yeah. Like what kind of food would they be eating? Like wild wing. Oh, okay. And like the keg steak. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate the keg. Oh wait, well, yeah, <laughs> let, let me tell you. The keg. Don't go to the keg. Uh, that was sucks. the worst. I hate it so much. It's awful. I, like that was awful. I felt like I was being such awful. a jerk, but that was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> I mean, it was really fun. I enjoyed the event, yeah. but I hated how. Like, I was just like, this restaurant's garbage. Well, like, like the food was gross. It was not good. And like those crab cakes. Like, what were those crab cakes? Those were the most boring crab. I've made better crab cakes <laughs> yes. lazily. I feel like I've. I feel like I've made better crab cakes and I haven't even made crab cakes. Yeah. Yeah. You made something that's like better. Yeah. It's closer and it's cr- crab like. And yeah. Exactly. And we paid like what? seventeen ninety nine. Oh, so for expensive. Crab cakes? That whole event was so much money for. And John's steak was like $50. But that was a, that was, those were Joshua trees in the back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those were Joshua trees. <laughs> really Hanging on the wall the was steak Joshua was, trees. The steak was not the size of this muffin. Like it's. Yes. Yeah. It was very small. They were Joshua yeah, number two, lost sheep. I'm doubling up. I love the. I, I love You're those. Lost sheep, I love lost that trio. Son? Lost, I'd I'd almost be like no top five, just lost son, lost sheep, lost coin, it's and just be very like, good. And, and I like the mic drop on that. It's I love so that they're good. all together. Jesus is like here it is, here it is, here it is. Do you it's get just it like now? let me hardcore yeah. tell you about this. Yeah, I love it. Lost, forgiven. It's whole story of the Bible, man. It is. The, those are the. That's the gospel. Those the gospel parables. Yeah, I should have the problem. And that's my number one too. My like he's it's just lost son. sheep son. Yeah. And the coin's good too. Coin's good too. I almost would have put it there and just been like yeah. scrap this yeah. five list. Yeah. But uh, my number one is the parable of the good Samaritan. The Samaritan. The goody Samaritan. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> are you me? <laughs> you like your Adam Sandler. Impression. I like you, the goody Samaritan. <laughs> This is a good parable. Don't even get me wrong. I said that my plan was to beat you up and rob you and leave you on the street <laughs> because this is your number one. This feels, it's such a great story of like the three people passing and then the last one being a Samaritan. And then Josh comes <laughs> and then he saves your soul and your life. I'm not the Samaritan in the story. I'm the, I'm the, I'm really the Levite that's driving past the hitchhiker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But who's the guy who's most disgusted? That's me. <laughs> or who's the guy who's most like angry about it? You're, you're the guy that Jesus is telling the parable to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you're like, you I'm are good. Really sad. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I'm the one who loved him. <laughs> you can't even say his name. <laughs> if the parable of the Good Samaritan was told today, yeah. it would be the transgendered indigenous woman who's picking up who's picking up the person who's beat up on the side. Mm-hmm. I love I love when people tell this this parable in modern terminology. Yes, yeah, because it totally is what Jesus was doing in that cultural context, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is genius. This is all the stuff Jesus is doing, right? The yeah. people Jesus is dealing with that are hated. It's not like it's exactly the totally. same equivalent nowadays. Yeah. We don't like, like tax collectors, but we don't yeah. like hate them or something. Yeah, it's like it's like Tim Keller and John Mark Comer walk past a guy on the side of the road bleeding, mm-hmm. and then yes, the yeah transgendered indigenous woman yeah picks. This yeah. man up and takes to yeah. the hospital. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. It felt weird. Yeah, it's wonderful. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> yes, I can't I'm losing it. <laughs> Anyways, so those are our top five um parables. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about I mean this is the longest? I mean it's so long, it's bad, and I I feel like I've said like a hundred thousand yeah. things that'll make people mad, so I guess I'll stop at them. You no, you're good. Mainly you. You said good things. Yeah, but you were getting mad at me, so <laughs> you were getting mad at me for liking this good Samaritan. 
Um, anyways, oh, yeah. um, do you have anything else? Thank you to Liam Fauché. Oh, for featuring for looking like my brother. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. The end. Yeah, I know. Okay, talk Who's to you later. Skinnier, though, that's the question. <laughs> Probably him these yeah. days. Dan. No, Dan Liam. Pers- well, Dan's oh, pretty skinny too. Don't. I assume Liam Fauché is just—he's younger, right? Um, but thank you, Liam, for thanks for looking like my brother. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. We have to thank you for the song. <laughs> um, thank you for looking like my <laughs> Thank you for your. <laughs> your, your Liam Fauché is in the he band. He looks a lot like my brother. <laughs> I feel you. He's in the band Good oh, Rumor. So He's in the band Good Rumor. They're a great band. I listen to them. Yeah. On my own time. Oh. <laughs> They're, he's great. Uh, that's he's good. Insanely talented. Okay, yeah, cool. And uh, thank you for your song, Hard to he Find. He looks a lot like my brother. Hard to Find, featured on this um, this episode of Closet Conversations. He might not look like my brother anymore. He just looked like him before. You can find his music, Liam Fauché slash Good Rumors music, on Apple Music or SoundCloud or Bandcamp.com. Yeah. Good rumor. The rumor is that he looks a heck of a lot like my brother. <laughs> I took a picture with him like head. five years ago where he was like a hundred feet behind me at a carnival event. Mm-hmm. And then I was there. He is. I was like, get a picture. And like my like sister took a picture of me like smiling and thumbsing up with him like in the frame, like 50 <laughs> feet good. back. I don't see it. Maybe not anymore, but back in the day, he had some, he was vibing it. He's vibing a similar look. And, uh, if we ever have him on, if we have him on the podcast, then well, uh, I, we're gonna have him, get him on the podcast. We'll just yeah. talk about that, or we can talk about we'll, we'll talk about how much he looks like my brother. I think <laughs> for the whole time, you can look forward to a Children of Men podcast Christmas episode. We might be talking about with Liam Fosher, like maybe how we're related. We're gonna be getting tests done. We're gonna be finding out if there's any sort of maybe there genetic might be some DNA testing. Like that's that's gonna be happening. You know what just happened there is <laughs> you did the same joke for like ten minutes. <laughs> And then I tried so hard to resist, and then eventually I just drained you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just giving up. I'm giving up on this podcast. This is the last episode. No, this is no. <laughs> we got big episodes coming here. We're gonna have a, a politics episode. We got Douglas during election Seward, time. We got Douglas Joshua Seward. Douglas Seward. We're gonna do a top ten, top ten films of the 2010s. Actually, no. Steve Short said we got to do top eleven films of the 2010s. Oh yeah, of course. I didn't think I thought this before, this but then forgot. He's of course right. Yeah. And then we're also gonna do. Make a list of each other's and try to predict each other's I, films. I just, I, I don't know you if I'll like be able that? to do it. No, I just don't know if I'll be able to do it. Like, I mean, I, well, I guess... All, I'll, we're probably going to be wrong. I'll pick, like, half good movies for Steve, half bad, and then all bad for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. the comic relief mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah. Because it's a really serious podcast otherwise. Yeah. Most of the time, you know. Yeah, because we're not funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, 100%. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about if people look like my brother. <laughs> Why are you so defensive of your brother? Like, like defensive? Oh, like, <laughs> what's, like what's a joke there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. His music's on here. I, we got to reemphasize that. We probably got lost in good, the fact yeah, that I did that joke. We're going to put all of that joke in. It's going to be the whole thing. People yeah, are going to be like, it's going to be the longest like, episode I'm not of our listening entire to that. podcast. <laughs> like, gonna... It's going to be the longest episode of our podcast. Yeah, okay. Yes, go listen to Good Rumor. Hard to find is the song. Thank you, Liam. If you'd like to send us an email about your favorite parables or why you think parables are bad. Or why you think Liam Fauché looks like my brother. Why you think Liam Fauché looks like Luke's brother. You don't get to know which one. You just have to think about it. You have to guess. Yeah. It's a game. It's, it's a, a game. game. It's a game show. Yeah. You can send us an email to closetconversationspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. 
Yeah. Big things are coming. Our friendship is just getting stronger. I think it's I think it's disintegrating just by my own, you know, self-destructive nature. But yeah, yeah it's okay. I don't mind. It's been good. I'm going to shake your hand at your wedding and then yeah. we're done. Uh, are we going to like hug out of my wedding? Well, like I'll lean over and like be like, and it'll be loud. There'll be like music playing and you guys will be like in the midst of talking to someone. I might kiss you in the cheek. And then, and then, well, and, but that would help like the moment. Cause I'll lean over and be like, sorry guys, I'm just going to get out of here. Like, and then you're like, you're not saying for the dance or whatever. Imagine you have a dance in this scenario oh, in my, yeah, of course. And then I'll be like, yeah, well, I didn't thought. So. And then it's like, and they're like, no, sorry. I just, I'm go I got to ride with someone else. And so then, and then I'll be like, I'm so happy for you guys. Like, and then I'll like maybe hug you like a big like, i'll just say it and then you'll be like hey wait a second like you'll give me a hug and kiss me on the cheek and then that will be no no <laughs> no that can't be true please no it'll be i don't like it's gonna be like double baggins like it'll be disappear. beautiful it'll disappear oh. it'll be like ring level yeah and then you'll just be like i never saw you it's gonna be hilarious it's gonna be laugh right you're bilbo and i'm gandalf then yeah i mean that probably makes sense i'm kind of dysfunctional like Maybe bilbo I'm, Fro- I'm probably frodo Yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm actually Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, no, 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 that can't happen. <laughs> it's going to be sweet. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to say the least. I'm going to be emailing you on my honeymoon just, just to make sure that you're okay. It's going to be sweet. I'm so excited for the moment. Like, you're going to be getting married, and oh, I'm going to miss what's happening. Yeah. Like, I'll be so distracted, because all I'll be thinking about is, I get to say goodbye to Josh. And he'll, That's like, horrible. Wake up! Like, and I'll be like, oh, sorry, um. Um, <laughs> it's going to be sweet. It's yeah, going to be so, it's so good. That's my favorite thing. Okay. Anyways, um, yep. thanks, thanks to everyone who emailed. Yeah. I don't know if that happens anymore, but uh, it's yeah. cool if it does. And thanks to everyone who were the nice thoughts. Um, yeah, sure. We, yeah, yeah. I've heard nice things from uh, people. Yeah. I think I'm ruining all of those things right now. Yeah, I think so. This um, episode. Yeah. No one's going to listen after this episode. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. It is. Like, yeah. we've made it, so. No, it's not. Go watch the movie Parasite if you can. I want to watch it still. Uh, you know? It's... Go watch Gemini Man. Go watch. Oh yeah, Gemini Man was hilarious. <laughs> it was so. You want funny. some dirt bike action? <laughs> dirt bike action. Go watch Gemini Man. Oh my god, featuring Will Smith. It was the funniest, weirdest movie I've ever seen. That I think that's going to be the biggest box office disaster of all time. I wouldn't be surprised. The, 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 the that, was that? that was like a the numbers on that movie were, are nuts. Like they're crazy, and people are like, "This movie is revolutionary," and there's nothing. It was a bad movie. It's bad. The end scene when they're going to college and talking. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, Dad, you're so funny, and like, oh he's like, oh, you like, better not take engineering. You gotta take computer science. Like that's the future. It's like, oh, boy. who wrote this script? Like, who wrote this script? It's oh, disturbing. Oh man, it was so bad. I mean, I probably couldn't do any better, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't we could probably. I mean, we made a movie. So. Yeah, we've done it. <laughs> cool. Episode and this episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember, no gods, no masters. Bye. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) I'm gonna get you. (laughs) Slow boat to China. All to myself. Alone. (laughs) Stop. It's so overwhelming when he's singing that song. <laughs> I can't even handle it. I'm gonna get you.